What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Dark Side Podcast. I'm David Vienna. I'm Matt Elias. I'm Tone Jordan. This week, we've got my brother, wonderful guest on the show. He's been here in the past. Let's give a round of applause for him. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Uh, some of the Dark Siders may remember Tone Jordan from the mustache poll that we took, the mustache contest. We're not talking about that right now. It's I okay. never forgot about it. We established <laughs> last week that Dave has begun a grooming regiment mm-hmm. <laughs> on the mustache. I wash it at least once a day now. Doesn't you know look much funny better. Is, Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so Tone has no mustache now. None. So you just forfeit. Some stubble. And last week we did bring up the uh, the mustache thing again. And uh, we were talking about how you're grooming it now, but we weren't filming, so like no one knew. No, <laughs> just think Wait, you're we, lying about it. We weren't filming about that last week. No. Oh no, we didn't film that. Yeah. Right. Yep. This but is now everyone it? can see. This is up. This is up. up well, I mean, kept. it hasn't been done in like a week or two. So I mean, gotcha. last week it was looking more fresh. Yeah, gotcha. I'll say yeah, that. It's it's, gotcha. it's it's getting a little yeah. overdone now. Yeah. It's just nice to know if I did grow one, it would still be better. Cut. Yeah, but basically, yeah, I get what you're saying <laughs> by unanimous votes. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah five of which were by you yourself yeah. so I, I individually voted five times and still objectively and, and every time i decided that mine looked better so okay. it was unanimous yeah. okay i, I right. understand that i understand i it. mean there were like a dozens of other <laughs> votes too That's i wouldn't true. say a whole dozen like, like a 67 a yes i think there was yeah, it was a landslide i remember yeah. it was a landslide it was, it was. Yeah. but uh yeah so but good for you. I mean, now that get that, we've got get that under tone back on the show again this week. Um, so I haven't. I've been saving this for a time where we could get you on the show. Uh, you and I went to um, a gun show. Gun show. Yeah. A, a while back, and <clears throat> it was it was it was an experience. Uh, and and now that I've got you here. I, I wanted to let everybody know how that went and just some observations about it because you hear a lot about gun shows and whatnot and on the news and the ability to go and buy a gun, you know, no matter what you look like or how. <laughs> I, I don't think what you look like I, really matters about buying it, a gun either. Now, hold on. I can tell you how That's it, true. How it <laughs> might matter, though, because, I mean, you could walk in there like splattered with blood with like. And a stri- half a straight jacket torn off. Like hair up like this. You're wearing uh, an Italian army brigade issued jacket. You know what I mean? Down to your knees. You know. Shut up. <laughs> Matt bought one there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bought a sweet jacket. It was $40 and it's going to last me many winters. Travis like, Bickle looking motherfucker. Yeah, issued from the does. Columbine gift shop. <laughs> I didn't know they had They one. have a gift shop? But anyway, yeah. So we went, we went to this gun show. And um, I... I so so we just went I, I just went for the experience really I've never been interested in guns I'm kind of scared of guns I'm always uncomfortable around guns Matt's not that way um, but we're just kind of going for the experience first first observation um, just trucks in the parking lot just big big trucks lifted yeah, small dicks to, to be right. expected yeah, right. yeah. Um, just non-objectively you walk in the greeters having the sign-in sheets all Trump 2020 gear just mm-hmm. uh, makes sense. Just no, no NRA hats. No blue. Yeah, yeah. NRA hundred percent. Literally, sign up went, Hi, welcome. You know, very yeah. nice people. They were nice. Yeah, on the everyone outside, was really nice. cool. Yeah, actually. actually, everyone was really cool except for that that one kid that bought. Like, remember he had like two humongous armfuls of bags 
Remember oh, that, that, uh-uh. that creepy kid? Uh, maybe I didn't say it out loud. There was this one. He was like this tall. Hit, the, hit fit the profile hair like messed up and just walked out with like tons of shit oh man oh god it's like bags full like yeah. you kind of flexing so you, like oh, it's like so for people who don't know what a gun <laughs> show is like i feel like there's so much talk about these things on the news and they don't even you don't walk away from that with any idea what a gun show even is no. it's based so if you've ever gone to a flea market you know like just like a giant garage sale with different people showing up as vendors to sell their own stuff. That's what a gun show is. Um, except a lot of the vendors are actual gun stores. Yeah. Like some of them aren't, some, some of them, them aren't though. Some, some of, of them aren't. Yeah. Some of them looked like your like your grandpa just grabbed a bunch of shit out of his yeah. attic and, and it's just guns. Yeah. And some oh. of it's like old world war one shit, bayonets some of it's and historic stuff. Some of it is intensely aggressive, like yeah. assault weapons. Like, yeah, yeah, no doubt. And, and it's just some dude like, so here's the deal. Yeah, you just, hear this gun show loophole and everybody there was like, there's no gun show, show loophole. That's bullshit. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, we kept asking because we had no idea. Because we, you, like, you, what do you the have media to go tells to you so much one. shit. You want to try and figure out what it actually is, you know. And mm-hmm. we, we go there and we're trying to figure out what this like loophole it's is. It's worse than what you it, probably think. It, it is. was worse than what we thought. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm now a gun owner, <laughs> <laughs> but not really, <laughs> not technically. So right. um, I, my license, my like ID is still out of state. Right. I moved yeah. back to Pennsylvania. You were interested in buying a, uh, a pistol. I was thinking about getting some, some protection right. for my home. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I, I couldn't do it because my ID was uh, out of state. So I'm like, ah, oh, damn. Right, Cause you, you do that, have to do a background check yeah, on it and a handgun. Hand you have to gun. do it because it was coming from a dealer. Right. On it and any handgun, hand you have to do a background, background check. check. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. Okay, so pretty yeah. standard, right? I'm like, okay, cool. I can't buy a gun. Safe, right? And then the guy's like, well, he could just buy it, put it in his name. You yeah. can switch it later. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, how how hard is that to do? <laughs> you know, He's like, Turns you just out go to courthouse like five minutes. When you don't, when wasn't you hard at all. Get your ID. He buys it, puts it in his name. We run the background check on him. Yeah. And then you take it home. Don't get pulled over on the way. And then you well, no, you're keep- allowed to have it. He just said you can't have it. You can't have it like loaded or whatever. Yeah. But like you're there's no problem with you having a gun that's in my name as long as I haven't reported it stolen. You can't carry it and you can't even if you have a license to conceal, you can't carry that because it's not technically yours, but you can have it in your house and you can walk out of the store with it and bullets is the important part. So Matt has a gun in my house next to my bed loaded right now. Yes, I do. Yep. Cool. And so <laughs> here's the thing. I could be a fucking so, serial killer, like convicted, just got out of prison. You know what I mean? You could like be a anybody. mental illness. Yeah. I could yeah. be a long history of like mental, suicidal, homicidal, whatever. Yeah. Which you're not. Let's get that. Let's get that out of the way real but quick. But even if you were. We know even of, if I was. But you don't matter. Because yeah. you didn't have. Yeah. Neither did they because they didn't do a background check on him. So that's why. Even when you're supposed to do a background check. So here's the rule. <clears throat> At least in Pennsylvania, anyway. In other states, it's even more relaxed, actually, they said. Um, these guys are very... You just. I was asking this guy all kinds of questions just because I was interested and I was, knew I was going to be talking about it later. Um, so, here's the deal. If you're buying a handgun, any kind of pistol, got to do a background check. Is it the same with shotguns, not to interrupt? If it's a long gun, you... A, a rifle. A long gun, a shotgun, a rifle, those are long guns. Any long gun... From a shotgun to, uh, you know, an AR-15 to a deer rifle to a 50 caliber anti-material sniper gun, which I saw there. 
Um, Get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. It was oh, yeah. huge. Yeah. They Jesus. had there were grenades there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were live grenades, but there's def- there's all kinds of shit, dude. They bulletproof vests. You could buy those. I could see that. Anyway, definitely. so any long gun, you have to do a background check if you're buying it from a dealer from a dealer from okay. a registered he dealer has to take it out of his inventory and the system yeah. he has to run it back however check. if it's a guy who's a private <laughs> seller grandpa with his gun cash with his private anything private you don't have to do a background check and that's the cash law. money so wow and now here's no here's, transfer here's the loophole no transfer no nothing, paperwork nothing on paper you can just no straight paper. up you can just straight up hand the guy cash and he can give you the gun and you walk out here's no your receipt. ar-15 that's it <laughs> if because it was a private sale and it's perfectly legal that's crazy you can walk in there looking like michael myers like so these a, dudes at this gun show they 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 could be me and you we could be gun dealers right yeah like d dna guns Right. That sounds kind of cool. DNA, guns, guns, yeah. DNA anything sounds good. DNA yeah. arms. Let's get, let's get something going here. DNA <laughs> arms. That's what I would call it. Yeah. Yeah. DNA right. so you guys, You guys are running a gun store. <laughs> so you we have s- a gun store. We, we have our, our booth set up. We have our all these guns new, in the box, ammo, ready to go. Um, if I brought some of my own guns, like if I have AR-15s or, or some that just aren't on paper... Like Matt could walk up to our booth and say, "Like, hello, I'd like to buy an AR-15, right?" And I'd be like, "Okay, we have these. We got to pass our background check." He's like, "Well, do you have any of your private stock?" And I'd be like, "Oh, you meant the private stock here? Yeah, it's five hundred bucks, no paper, right? That's because it. that one's his personal my weapon, personal and that's thing. legal. Same fucking weapon, right?" And the guy even wow. gave me a handy shortcut too. He said, "Just he said, look, man, just ask him paperwork or no paperwork. That's what I do. Papers or no papers." So. I walk That's, up to, I'm like, is there paperwork on these or no paperwork? You're like, yeah, these are paperwork, but I got, I'm like, do you got any that without paperwork? Yeah, this one's from, this one's, these ones are my private ones. So look at these. All you got to actually, it wouldn't even be that. It would just be like, yeah, right here. Take a look. That's the biggest loophole I've ever heard. Yeah, it's like, worse than what we thought. Life. Now, that I don't even want to get into, I'm not even going to make any kind of comment on that. But just so you know, that's true. We, we did that. That's not we speculation. That. I own a handgun now in his name. You it's can, in my house. I mean, and that's not even the scary part. No. You're not going to shoot everybody in a Walmart with a handgun. Okay, so. But I could now. S- I wanted to. Scenario. Right. What if he has, say like someone breaks into his house like at night while it's still in your name and he has to use it, ends up killing someone with it and it's all self-defense. It's, How it's does all that, good. It's, it's all good. It wasn't it's reported fine. stolen. Yeah, it's fine. Wow. You can let someone. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's fine. He just can't carry it. Okay. Okay. That make okay. That's handguns, but handgun laws are stricter because it's right. Small. Yeah. I don't know. Concealable. You can conceal it. Yeah. But like that's the thing. I, I there are two different with the gun thing. I I don't even want to dig into that. But I like I said, it just just purely facts and exposing. Like it or not, don't argue with me about this because I did it. Like mm-hmm. you were there. You can walk in there and just buy a gun. You can walk in looking like Dave. I mean, you can walk in there dressed just like this. They'd sell, they would they'd sell, sell you him. anything, dude. Yeah. It don't even believe it or not. Say I look like the Unabomber, so it makes uh, yeah. yeah. Unabomber. <laughs> you could literally be the Unabomber. You could be. You could like I was saying that you could be just have escaped from prison from shooting from from a mass shooting. Like, papers and no papers. The dude from uh, <laughs> walk in wearing a know, fucking jumpsuit. The Aurora, like a, Colorado guy. That that shot up the Batman movie. The he could escape from prison, walk into a gun show in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> and just be like, 
paperwork or no paperwork? And be like, nah, these are got no paperwork. But okay. Boom. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I got this eight thousand dollars cash. I would like a whole arsenal, please, and bulletproof vest. Thank you. And also that badass uh mask or whatever. And um all the ammo and then boom. Did they sell did walk you right s- into the new Joker movie or whatever and do it again? <laughs> wow. <laughs> did you see um any like Nazi memorabilia shit. No, there, no there? Nazi shit. Okay, because I've seen that stuff like been posted up at gun shows before. Like people yeah. like, posted online. And I didn't everything. see any swastikas no, or anything. There was definitely there was that one helmet, but I don't. It wasn't nah, nothing like that. Okay. But there was like World War Two shit. There was some cool sure. like memorabilia stuff. There like, was like you actually bought an Italian army jacket. I did, you know? and it's a good jacket. Yeah, I do look like. You know, I'm about to shoot up a school or something yeah. in it, but they probably pulled that off a dead guy or something. There is <laughs> like you a check for brownish like red stitches? stain. <laughs> There's like a stain on the back of it. I noticed it's blood. I don't know. It's what's, brown. What's, yeah, it's. Blood. I don't think it's blood. This thing's in great shape. It probably was never worn. I don't know the last time the Italian if, if army it was in a, a war anyway. So if it has a brown stain. That sound sounds like it's been worn. I mean, yeah, but I, it's Good not point. been in battle, I don't think, is what I'm trying you to don't say. Think Whatever you need to tell yourself. It's that used. shit's haunted. Yeah, you <laughs> bought a haunted jacket. Well, shit, I got a good deal there. Yeah. You're going to hear like an Italian ghost through the night, like, Mamma me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody touching my spaghetti. <laughs> Someone took like a my jacket. Floating <laughs> hand through your hallway. <laughs> yeah. Throwing cans of Chef Boyardee at you, like, as you're trying to. Chef Boyardee rolling down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> ragu jars like just going crazy all the ragu lids pop off in your cupboard <laughs> yeah but so anyway that's the gun show thing um it's every bit as terrifying as what your your worst interpretation of what it could be yeah it was a lot easier than well yeah. honestly that i was expect. i didn't know what to expect me either. at all and it i was fun in. though it was okay. It was a good time. Yeah. I'm more proud of us that we didn't make a muscles joke about the gun show like the whole time we were doing this. That's what I'm proud about. Yeah, you guys did a good job with that, I got to say. Why are you putting it on us? Like you because wouldn't have you done two it. Uh, are the ones that would do oh, it. Oh, like muscles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like tickets to the gun show. I was like missing the joke. You don't even need tickets it. to the gun show. That's the, the sad reality. Right you just pay 20 bucks and go in. And or $7 cash. Seven, seven bucks, yeah. Seven bucks cash to get in. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, man. Oh, I did hear people talking politics in there and it was hilarious. Oh dude, it was like, uh, what was it? It was uh it was Bernie Sanders yeah. and it was uh yeah, that's why they uh uh that's uh they're not worried about yeah, none they're not, none of them are worried about their taxes going up because they haven't had a job yet. Yeah. Or something like right. that. None yeah, of them yeah the only people yet. who could possibly vote for for a Democrat are people who don't have jobs people or whatever. Who don't have, yeah. Right. Even though until like a couple of years ago, you know, Democrats were like like unions were, you know, Democrat basically monopoly. Yeah. Anyway, um, so the other thing I wanted to talk to Anthony about, aside from the gun show, so due to your line of work, I always like getting you on the show because you have a unique business. You you have a and you can stop me anytime if I'm wrong here. You have a marketing and advertising based sort of business that you do chiefly online and a lot of your uh, operations and things that you do are on Instagram, right? Primarily. Always. All all fair to say. So mostly Instagram. Yeah. I use Snapchat and Twitter as like subsidiaries, but money is on Instagram. So what I want to ask you, because 
your av- there are like I don't even what are there like two billion people on Instagram or a billion? There's a billion over a billion monthly users. One billion monthly users That's on active Instagram. Users. That's an now, eighth of the world. Unfathomable how many people are on there, and there it it, it is just. I don't know. How can I phrase this? Instagram is so difficult to work with. If you have any type of a problem with your account, if you have anything that you would need like customer service for, if something's non-existent, broken, it's like there's, there's no one works no, there. There's no, you. if you Google Instagram help, Instagram customer support, Instagram phone number, right? Because everyone wants to phone number talk to, i just want to talk to somebody you know no way there's no phone number there's no there is a support email but it's dead they don't they actually don't check it they discontinued that line but the link's still up there for it the link's there you could still try right just to make yourself feel better the only thing that there is is an faq like help center type thing which yeah. um has like a, self-serve forms that you fill out you can fill out and report different bugs if um, which would only matter to them if 300 million other people did it. You know what I mean? Like right. you're, they're not going to look into your account because your like right. feature isn't working. Right. right. Or like, for example, something small, like, like think about being Instagram and you have a billion users, right. And like one person can't comment from their account. Do they give a fuck? No, but you run a hundred thousand dollar a year business from that account and you know, can no longer contact your customers through comments. You know what I mean? There's no help for you. There's nothing there. And they right. don't give a fuck because you're one person out of a billion. Right. Um, so my, I had a page, Tone Fucking Jordan. Right. Um, yeeted off Instagram. Just de- deleted. Deactivated, completely gone. Right. With no yeah. reason? Well, no. I, no. I mean, I drank laundry detergent on <laughs> camera. But, yeah. um As I one does, that. right? Yeah, yeah this is what you do. That liquid yeah. shit. It was. It was. A, it was a. It was a. Uh, how do I? It was a satirical video video in response to yeah. the Tide Pod right. eating. You yeah. didn't really and drink said, it. I'm, just, it was in. It I, was still I, in your mouth. So that, yeah. Yeah. I'm old school. <laughs> oh, that liquid shit. Yeah, <laughs> it was really funny. But anyway. Yeah. So, so your account got deleted boom, because put of that, that video up, and then within so I put it up, and then within ten minutes it got deleted. Right. It said, "Hey, this violates our terms." I'm like, "Nah, fuck that." Does not. What terms? And I, and I, I, this is where I operate my business. I know they're, I know the rules. I've read the terms of service right. literally a hundred times. Right. Um, I know everything you can't do. And I know where the gray areas are. And this wasn't in any of it, you know. Self harm. It wasn't. I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But oh, they just, well, yeah, that, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, but so, anyways, you, so then I uploaded it again. Report. And then it got, and then I uploaded it again. I'm like, nah, fuck that because I'm stubborn. And then my account's gone forever. Gone. Yeah, forever. Okay. Forty-five thousand followers. I don't know if your average person out there on <laughs> Instagram runs into this. Okay, <laughs> like getting deleted like that. But if you do, anybody out there who has had an Instagram Instagram account deleted, you didn't get it back. I don't know who you are, and I don't know what happened, but you didn't get your shit back. I highly doubt it. <laughs> and if you did, bless Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Yeah, it's yeah. a fluke, right? Yeah. There's a. <clears throat> so I've I have probably. Uh, six different accounts on Instagram that I run business through. Um, so, and I've been doing this for like over a year now. So it, this has been a huge issue. Like this is like the biggest risk ever. It's like having a a pizza shop. Um, but at any moment your foundation can crack and you're just the, the kitchen can fall in. Right. 
Okay. Just at right. any moment. The oven can blow up like yeah. any second, basically. Yeah. Last week, 500,000 follower account. Biggest one, biggest moneymaker. Deleted, gone. Of yeah. mine. Okay, so like in terms of money and shit with that, how much is that profile worth? Because that's a lot of like to, like, to like, like to buy that account. Yeah, like say you wanted to like just sell that account like outright. Like how much? It depends w- on every niche. Like there's a difference between a NASCAR fan page and a right. specific model page. You know what I mean? Like there's and there's different niches that are more like uh like that are worth more money. Like a tech page. Like a like think of like a science page. Like posting all the latest science, cutting edge shit. That shit's worth fucking money okay you get you could get different tech and like it's whatever it's as clever as you want to be it's the wild west and however you choose to monetize your accounts is up to you and you either make a lot because you're smart or you make a little because when you say monetize an instagram account okay tell people what's like an average example of that okay i mean there's a couple different ways i mean all of which is advertisement it's the same thing as like cable tv right Right. like you're watching fucking you know family ties and then viagra commercial comes on in the middle of the day you know what i mean they paid for that ad slot they're paying for those viewers so if i follow dave's fucking cbd page uh, he might sell an ad to some like weed company or a grower right. or, or a pipe company or or what the fuck ever whoever wants whoever would benefit from those eyes right that's your influence you're an influencer so okay. who's what eyes do you have uh you sell that power right so mm-hmm. it's all advertising um so, I mean, you can just do, you could do it with brands. You could just do it with other pages within your niche. You know what I mean? Okay. So you could just grow each other or you could do like, like if Matt had a, a music page, like that had a million followers on it, you could do deals with Carvin. You could do deals with Tosin Abasi. You could do deals with whoever the fuck wants you to advertise to my following. And it's up to you completely. And that's, what's awesome about, that's what I love about Instagram is it's, it gives me an outlet for my obsession with everything. I'm obsessive as fuck, you know? Right. So it's as high as you want to go. So if you, whoever you can make a brand deal with is who you get to make a brand deal with. It's all your networking and you have the influence and you actually have a product to offer, which is eyes and influence and traffic. You yeah. Know? It's like the, so this is like a new, it is like the wild west and it's like a new sort of business, but at the same time, it's like the oldest idea in the world. Yeah. It's, it's a new take on an old. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, yeah. like you said, like a TV show, mm-hmm. you know, like Except that, it's now- like, it's, it's literally like, <laughs> Like my business, I've described it as this before is like, it's like building, it's like you're trying to build like a, a building on sand with brick Yeah, and it's raining. And as soon as you get this front wall up, the back one fell behind you Mm -hmm. and then you go and you're like, oh fuck. Okay. Okay. And then you go back here and you fix this one and then everything sets on fire and you still have to work and get, keep the wall. It's fucking insane. Right. But it's lucrative, you know. It's right. That's why people if do you it. can so, if you can adapt and be a cockroach and just roll with the punches, like you can make a lot of fucking money. I was gonna say it, seem, it seems like adapting is like the biggest thing of this business, yeah. and it seems like it's a very stressful business on top of that too, it, with everything yeah. you have to deal with. The cool, I was talking to somebody about this last night. The cool part about, um, like, I'm in this group, uh, like it's like a Telegram group of like different influencers and shit, like yeah. guys that have like. Um, like babe pages or like just niche pages and they're all in like advertising. They do different like jobs, like growth campaigns and stuff like that. And they're all like pretty much like nomads digitally, you know, like they're all talking about like renting a a house in LA for like a month and just like staying together, like Jersey shore style, which would be really cool. Um, you'd walk out of there with like eight different business partners, you know, but, um, the best part about it is that you're free to go where you want. You can take your work anywhere with you. Yeah, you know, that is like the one cool thing. The worst about part it. about it is you take your work everywhere with you, you know? 
Yeah, a certain type of individual, I would say the type of personality who's going to be drawn to this kind of work is the kind of person who's never going to just let it be. Right. Well, it's always right. in your pocket. So how do you right live? There. How do you live your life? Like tell people how you fucking, cause how do you ever yeah. sleep? Because your phone's just constantly there. I mean, it's, I do a lot of my work in the morning when I wake up. Um, just cause I want to get it over with, get on with my day. And then I just kind of touch and go later in the night. Right. And I do. You've, you've come to this method. I've you weren't always this. doing it this way. I, right? I still obsess. I'm Talk still. Talk about what it was like in like the bad days. Cause I remember when, when you I were. When I first started, um, it was literally like 18 hours a day. I, I remember one time it was, I just moved back from Arizona, staying in my parents' house and I woke up, grabbed a cup of coffee, sat in the recliner at like 9am and then it was like a time lapse <laughs> and it was just like three in the morning and I was still in the fucking recliner and I hadn't eaten. You didn't get up from the recliner. I think to go I might've pissed to or got a drink okay. or something, coffee and piss. Yeah. And I didn't like eat or anything. It was just it's like insane. the day just went but away. It's from hard me. for people to like, it's hard for people to wrap their head around what you could possibly be filling your time with. And but that, it, just, it, they that's don't what I'm the saying. It's so like, but what you're saying is like, no, like this isn't one of those things where it's like, oh, anybody could do this. If you, if it's all about your motivation, like, no, you, you got to be the right type of fucking individual to do this. I don't this. think that anybody could do it. Fuck no. In fact, like, I, generally most people, most people couldn't can't. do it. Hmm. Mostly because, like I said, you have to adapt and be a cockroach. There's a lot of like acceptance and just wherewithal that you have to withstand. Not to mention, honestly. you got to be it's, it's ambitious it's intense. and you got to be sneaky. Yeah. And a lot of people aren't sneaky. You, you have to yeah. be clever. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is like just a marketing but the, uh, I think if, yes. to, 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 if yes. someone wants to do a business on Instagram or in general, like you just find whatever, f build an audience and then sell mm -hmm. access to the audience. And then have a backup page for that. Audience. And then have a backup to the backup to the backup to the if backup. If your page gets deactivated, there is like pretty much no way to get it back. You could fill out a form that basically just goes like right into right the, the trash room. can. Yeah. yeah. Um, and even I, I, so I doing this, like I'm networking all the time and I'm trying to figure out a way to like make my job safer. So, um, trying the, the main, my main goal for the past like 18 months, as long as I've been doing this, this has been finding an Instagram employee, find someone on the inside, you know, yeah. like they could just bleep, on switch on my accounts. You know what I mean? Or protect Again, them. it's like all about making the connections and stuff. Basically, right. like this is what you work for. Turns and, out there's no connections. Um, like they, so I, there is no Instagram employee that can do that. And the only ones that, well, let me, let me rephrase. There is no Instagram employee that gets paid less than probably $200,000 a year that can do right, that. Right, because you figure people in management in that place have the ability to do whatever right. they and want. and they're Gs. Like, they're fucking smart. They're from the best school in Germany or whatever, and now they're working in LA or, or right. San Francisco, wherever they're But they're paid enough is. to where... They're paid enough to where yeah. if you really, if you want to pay them off, you're looking at like... Cause it's, they're risking their job. Yeah. It's like 200, 300 grand probably I'd say. You'd have to come with a fat stack to be able to get that right. type of control. Right. So, um, the bottom line is there's nothing you can do. It's risky as fuck. Have backup accounts and just Godspeed, you know, Godspeed to have you. fun. Good luck. <laughs> have fun with it. Yeah. Keep your day job. Yeah. That, that was, that turned into kind of a bigger thing. Than that I was, was a lot bigger planning on it, but yeah, yeah that's cool. Though. That's, that's cool. good stuff. Mm -hmm. I liked it. <laughs> Good. I learned a lot. Very good. One out of one dark side game. <laughs> <laughs> Approves. Thanks for coming in and letting us uh, live a day in the life. In the life of... Another round of applause. You're all about your applause. <laughs> round of applause. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Clap you. for yourself.
pat yourself on the back. Yeah, yeah. been a good, no. good, good, been now a good round. People know where they can find you. Right now, nowhere because Instagram because uh, yeeted my accounts. Yeetus the yeah, I don't defeat. have a personal page right now. Next time I will. I think my name's gonna be my alias is gonna be Camera Dad. Camera Dad. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. We'll I see fuck them. with it. Yeah. All right. I think that's about all we have for this 43rd episode of the Dark Side Podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate you. Appreciation valve wide open. Thank you. Thank you. Never Yikes. close it. Close your valve. I don't want any open <laughs> valves down here in the studio. Closing By the up. way, this is the inaugural episode in the new Dark studio. Side studio. studio. Yeah, we christened it today. Yes, we did. Threw a big load in this puppy. <laughs> no, we didn't. Yes, we did. But I did Before yesterday. Before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> While you left the room. Uh. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so uh, that's all for this week, right? Yeah. Don't forget to three R's of success. Rate, rate review, review, subscribe. Success. All right. Excess. <laughs> and thanks again to Tone Jordan. Yeah. Thanks all for right. having me. My name's Matt Elias. I'm Dave Vienna. Late. <laughs> <laughs>